from a frosty two degree Steel City back in studio, nonetheless. Nonetheless. Uh, it's a pick and roll podcast. Gavin, nice to see you in the flesh. Enjoy it. We're going to be on full lockdown again in about an hour. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Technic- Technically, this will be illegal in a bit. Recording this at 7pm <laughs> UK time on a Monday. But uh, yeah, we'll see what uh, what's to come. Happy New Year and all that. Yes, yes. Another turn around the sun. Yeah, here we are. Just about. Um, yeah, basketball's been back. Um, Woo. Just over a week. Yeah. Um, seems longer already for some reason. It um, does, doesn't it? I guess it's because it doesn't really feel like it's been away. but. Um, and also I've been sat around doing nothing. Yeah, I think that's it. I've just um, Time's been a bit of a strange one over this period. Yeah, a lot of time around to, uh, to watch games and whatnot. It's been a bit of a... Bit a bit of a struggle in some of these games that I've watched. To be honest, it's uh, you watch a lot of Warriors games, though, right? Well, yeah, kind of have been dipping in their games <laughs> just to see, you know, uh, how what, bad it gets, what, what it's been looking like. But um, <laughs> we handled your boys last night. Yeah, yeah, that's well, that just shows the uh, the up and down, the ups and downs. Yeah, uh, yep, one game to the next. But um, yeah, the Christmas games, as we predicted, weren't brilliant, and um, there's been quite a lot of blowouts, to say the least. Uh, that. Well, the Ma- Mavericks Clippers one was, uh, yeah, particularly sort of one sided, but it was like a record fifty down at halftime. Yeah, it was the Mavericks couldn't miss, and the and yet Clip- the Clippers are sat at the top of the West. Yeah, so it's uh, <laughs> I like, kind of tweeted out the time. I won't read too much into that one or any of these results at this point because it's just no one knows what to make of any of this. Is as we kind of said in the last pod to rush the players back so quickly, obviously for monetary purposes and there's no need no training camps no sort of time to do anything really so you're always going to get these sort of wonky results weren't you Hmm. no summer league no that's true no nothing really no no, nothing just what like two preseason games and off you go yeah um so yeah a lot of the games just turn over heavy and looks like they're sort of kicking the ball around the gym at times it's uh well they are aren't they it's just it's it's, it's a gym with lots of empty seats around it (laughs) Yeah, the um, I've got yeah a few complaints. Well, not complaints, but observations, if you will, about the sort of quality of the product. Um, the League Pass thing, which Microsoft has taken over. I don't know if you kind of have you subscribed this year or not. No, I haven't know. actually this year. Yeah, you've probably done yourself a favour for. Yeah, I mean it's still good value for money, yeah. but teething problems. I have the uh, I have the, the I have the Blazers one one team one where you get three okay. games a month, it's like thirty quid. Okay, which is a damn sight better than the rest of it yeah it's um it's been a bit ropey in places like every warriors game i've watched the commentary's about three seconds behind the actual action yeah uh, which i don't know if i'm like the it's only one that kind of notices this but it makes um, it impossible to watch yeah it's impossible to watch at times you just kind of a second out of sync is thing but yeah it's, it's definitely two or three and then i've, I've had things where i've been <laughs> when watching. a free goes in and then it's Splash! <laughs> like it, yeah, it's yeah. Um, it's not been great. I've had ones where I've been watching sort of the Knicks, and it'll s- suddenly switch from the sort of Knicks commentary to the Bucks commentary and stuff, and weird shit like that. It's like really basic stuff, but just uh, apart from that, just the weird crowd noise. You can't hear the whistle and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it's just fake crowd noise. Doesn't really work. It's it's stuck in this weird never region, uncanny valley where. Like, I preferred it when it was in the bubble, in that it was more intimate and then you could hear the whistles and things. And it's easy to manage there because you've just got the NBA and, you know, mm. sort of out, 
one sort of company doing the whole thing, whereas you you put this out to all the individual yeah. teams' broadcasters, it's going to go off. Yeah, and, there's lots of know, different teams. Exactly. There's lots of different yeah. private contractors filling those, if you know what I mean. Like it's, and also there's there's just it was much a much better product visually with that wall of yeah. like live action FaceTime reaction faces and stuff it was much more engaging and a much better attempt than what we've got now, which is just corporate banners over empty seats. Yeah. I don't understand the point of having like DJs in arenas as well. Like, who they're there for? I mean, yeah. I've heard players say in the past they like sort of hearing the noise and the sort of music in the background and stuff. Otherwise, it's, you know, they can't get going and stuff. But I don't know. It don't, I don't think we really need to see all that on TV. I don't know. There's, it just there's looks room weird. For improvement. It looks weird. Sure, as, a, as a product at the minute. It's it makes me feel like I'm. Kim Jong Il or something, if you know what I mean. But like, <laughs> I, I can order a whole team, two whole teams to play a basketball game in front of yeah. me in an empty arena. Next minute, fucking Beyonce singing. Yeah, yeah, like he's got three just, million. Yeah, like it's, I, I, it's, it's, it's like a weird. It's not. It's not the reason. I don't know. It's a fundamental question about the value of sport without the togetherness of supporting. Yeah. And I, I think it's something that the longer this goes on, sports which are built on that are going to have to address in some way or other and find a way around this. And, like, football's the same. Yeah, yeah. These matches where it's just, like, club logos and things spread out on big bed sheets Betting over seats. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's... it's at, at this point, it's a very different spectacle. And part of uh, sport is the togetherness, yeah, you feel. Course, yeah, the, the tribalism, if Yeah, you will. and yeah. without that... It becomes a very existential question about the purpose of sport, if you know what I mean. And does it then just become a spectacle for entertainment and mm. no more than that? If you know, like, and if so, how are they going to entertain us? Because it's, it's struggling at the minute. It seems weird when you see highlights of sort of old plays and stuff and fans celebrating now. Like, it, yeah, <laughs> it's like fucking hell. That's yeah, you know, and you know the mugging to the crowd and stuff. It's like. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's almost sure. like it's almost like when you when you would when you see like classic plays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if yeah, you exactly. know what I mean, yeah, when you when you used to watch a game and you see like classic plays from the nineties or something. Yeah, exactly. And like this footage just it looks different looks and alien removed. Almost, yeah, it? yeah. Um, yeah. Hubie was on Christmas Day. He sounded rough, bless him. Yeah. As well, I don't know if it's kind of him not being in studio and him obviously doing it from his house or whatever, but um, he sounded every sort of bit of his 87 it kind of was like oof crikey like not really got that zip and energy anymore and uh, yeah marv albert the same he's really losing his voice which um it could be time to time cut for those two pretty soon really i think um he's kind of heading that way sadly yeah yeah i mean they're both iconic and they'll both they're both always welcome if you know yeah. what I mean. But you would think responsibly wise. Responsibility-wise, it's the people employing them that yeah. need to stop calling quite so much. You really do sound like your granddad now. Just, you know. Yeah, if you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean. Yeah. And also, it's just, yeah, we have... I think that's another part of this new spectacle, that the commentary is so important. Yeah. And if... And the gr the best example of this is if you ever have to, if you ever watch any footage or anything now with Chris Webber on it, oh God, it's absolutely so appalling. <laughs> he's so bad, he is. And, and before it's kind of masked is 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 like is just 
I, it's impossible to do. I can't even put into words how bad it is. You just know anything to what he says. Yeah, I'm not a fan. It's a cliche machine. Expressed these opinions before. It's uh, a cliche machine who just, uh, it's even his tone, if you know what I mean. He just is, doesn't have the right delivery for that, the right cadence. No, it's kind of one of them. You get one of those jobs, it's kind of. You kind of stuck with these people, it seems, for a while. It's, yeah, I don't know. You, he has like the sort of. T- you've got to do something like Kevin McHale and be spotted at a Trump rally and be phased out yeah. slowly. Before yeah, yeah, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> job, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like. Yeah, yeah. like he, he, I'm not saying he's, he sounds like he'd be he's like a really good motivational speaker, somebody who can give good monologues, if you know what I mean. Like somebody who can read off an auto cue for like ten minutes straight. Yeah. Like and but, just like. He doesn't convey any sort of insider knowledge, despite what he thinks he is, but he doesn't, if you know what I mean. There's no rarefied little peek behind the curtain. He's always had a very high opinion of himself as a player. I mean, speaking yeah. as a Warriors fan, you know, the way he fucking cussed Don Nelson. <laughs> cussed Don, Donny Nelson out. Yeah. Like that, pan out. Yeah, not great. Um, yeah, not a fan. Um, I like yeah. Jim Jackson in the bubble. He, he was really good. Was yeah, really yeah. But I think we need, they need to make a lot more effort now yeah. to this. It can't just be people watching and then just relaying yeah. what I'm... It's, I think when, when the crowd crowds are like, you can kind of tune the commentary out to yeah. some extent, but it's just so much more focused on these guys now. That, um, but even without the crowd, it's it's like the... You know, you have the cutaways, the bits of fun, the other stuff in between and timeouts and, and, and stuff like when We come back from a commercial break. Like, there's lots of other ways that have been inside an arena filled with people they make oh we'll cut away to this person or, oh we'll have a look at the jumbotron now, there's all this other stuff they can do but now it's just that's bored blokes talking about basketball that's why i really miss the vr games i mean are they even back on the and we, we used to watch them so, on no, next yeah. vr didn't we? and they were good because they'd really do stuff like that during the breaks you know they'd kind of show you different parts of the arena or whatever yeah you, you know um, never left you never, no, never left the you arena kind of felt involved um, which yeah, it doesn't really work. I really liked that feeling of being at a game from that. And oh, yeah. It's a weird one, and that with these times as they are, that that is actually probably the best way for people to feel like they're at a game. Yeah. And it's funny, we get a lot of comments on the YouTube channel about the sort of 90s games and stuff, and I've been watching a lot during the lockdown, just obviously because I've been uploading them and stuff and just going down rabbit holes and watching old series from the 90s and stuff, and... I think this is the first time I've ever kind of questioned the kind of style of play now and whether I really like it. I've kind of, I've always sort of viewed it as two different sort of areas. Like people are always moaning on there about, oh, this is real basketball. It's you know, this is p- people play defense and stuff. And I've always just thought, well, no, it's just different. But I've actually found myself watching these games and just watching sort of the likes of Myers Leonard sort of pull up from thirty feet and take a three with sort of 16 seconds on the shot clock and just thinking I just think he's gone too far the three point shootings like, there's a lot of players in the league taking volume amounts of three point shots that just shouldn't be in my opinion and it's the first time I, I don't know if it's because in the bubble there was it was a bit weird and it was all seemed very offense heavy but it just seems to have gone even more sort of towards the offensive style and then people just taking a lot of threes and it seems like a cop-out shot for me now i don't know how you feel it it kind of screams of a lack of creativity and skill from the player and a lack of kind of creativity from the coaches as well i don't know just just the absolute oh fuck it i'm wide open i'm just gonna take a three rather than drive to the basket and i just there's been a lot of it 
in these games and I just stylistically it's not a great watch. I don't know. I don't know how you feel. Uh yeah, it gives uh and I think it's another thing that's heightened by the lack of fans in that it gives a sense of it's just like a training game. Yeah. That's how it feels like watching a lot of these games. Like. Especially when, because, yeah, it feels like players who would only take them. It feels like you might even see Ben Simmons chuck put one up. If you know what I mean, that like that it's that kind of atmosphere that there's nobody going to go, oh, there's no like, there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. I guess, no, I guess, nothing at stake with each yeah. shot is how it feels. That, that, yeah, that that's how it feels. It's kind of like, oh, why not? take it you know what's yeah. the consequences here like no one's gonna boo me yeah, yeah. So, you know it, I mean? it feels like that, and I, I don't think that's so much to do with the style of play i think i genuinely think people have a lot of revisionist history and they could do well to go back and watch the pistons and the cavaliers oh, gr- yeah. grind don't, out don't get seven, me wrong. Some of it, 78 76 in overtime some win, of it was absolutely you know turgid, I mean. but there just seemed to be a lot more there seems to be a lack of effort on defense in a lot of these games i, I, I watched that's for sure i i think one thing that is noticeable is the power forward position doesn't exist anymore. No. There are centers still, but there's no power forwards. It's a it's a point guard and three wings. And and, and like Mello who was always like a small forward. I don't want to play power forward, but you're six nine get over if you know what I mean. He always I actually really played like a power forward. He always got down on the block yeah. and stuff and that's where he did his work. And yeah. that's what people wanted him to be, but he didn't yeah. even want it to be that small yeah. forward. But now he's like become the prototype for what people expect of a power forward. And it's I think that causes a lot because you lose a lot of um You don't see many entry passes, do you, you know? I mean you don't see many entry passes. People you don't really search out mismatches like they used to. You don't see Very rarely. I mean, you do see it, but... You don't see the big man ball to the chest, like shoulders back, yeah. like into yeah. a man, yeah. look over the round, elbows up, mm. outlet pass. Like, you don't... That's that's really dying. It's funny because Draymond kind of came... I mean, he came out yeah. two games ago. But in the game against Portland last night, it, obviously... He likes to facilitate and stuff. And you can see him screaming at Andrew Wiggins. Post McCollum up. Post McCollum. You know, you've got like four inches on him. Just just post him up. I'll give it you. And he kind of, you don't see a great deal of that nowadays. It's, no, uh, it's, it's that that's going. And I, I think yeah. that is that is a lost art that definitely needs. Because, the, the you know, your statisticians have said it's a low percentage shot. And every team's kind of listened to that, haven't they? Mm. And just thought, you know, the post up is very inefficient. And... It seems most teams have take, taken uh, that on board, haven't they? Yeah, so. but I mean, at what point are we... If everybody's doing the same thing, then exactly. you just match it. You yeah. always have to find wrinkles. It kind of feels like we've reached that point as well. I yeah, know, I, I think we've reached games. we've reached sort of the peak of where this just bombing three-point yeah. game is can go in terms of... It's the early shot clock ones that get me. It's just like, there's a better shot here, just... Let's chill, you know. If you if you're hitting thirty percent, don't take them. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. I it's think it's just maybe I've just been watching Kelly Urego two for thirty <laughs> for last week or so. I just yeah, thought, yeah, stop. And uh, the commentator's going, "No, he should keep taking them because if he stops taking them, that he'll completely lose it." And it's like, lose what? Yeah, I don't know. I'm <laughs> What's sure, he going to lose here? Sure, I agree. Maybe just drive yeah. to the basket. You know. Yeah. And uh, another thing, I think it another the another thing I think it's lost is. Without power forwards, in the same way, uh, because power forwards all just sat in a corner now, like Anthony Tolliver. 
<laughs> with like donut sugar around the mouth in a lot of cases. <laughs> Just stood in the corner, hands out, hopefully. <laughs> he, he could barely move. Yeah, I'm, I'm open. Shot, yeah. I'm open, if you know what I mean. Wide open over there, Anthony. Uh, but like, because they're stood like that, there's no longer that. Nobody goes through the trees. Yeah. So we're losing posters. That's what we're losing. The only good dunks you see are like off steals in transition now. You what? never see somebody what dunk over a man no. through the woods. And as a result, the closest you get now is you get the... A putback dunk off a three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. or the skittish yeah. kind yeah. of... The skittish point guard, Kyrie, like, layups. That were up Kenny Anderson, Rod Strickland, yeah. that were a part of a game. But that can't be all you're going to show me here. No. Yeah. I was shocked how easily Steph Curry got to the rim against the Blazers. They're not even like, bothering to defend yeah. the Blazers. Even against, you know, Jokic. Yeah. Um, not Jokic. Nurkic. Nurkic. Uh, yeah. Um, not to mention when Cantor was on the floor, it was just, you know, he was just driving at will. Um, everything he gave you sort of offensively was, you know. Yeah, it's like it's so spaced out um, now that everything's just become easy. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll improve as the sort of season goes on and stuff, and the defense ramps up and stuff. But it's but it's, I, it's a big ask. I mean, I think that plays a, a big part though in that that thing that people are saying there's no toughness because I don't it, think it's necessarily toughness. I think it's, it's not it's that. Just, it's just there's not no longer that yeah. that challenge. There's no longer there's no longer there's a challenge of defenders defending the rim, and there's no longer players will, like accepting that challenge because yeah. it's not there. If you know what I mean. Plus, you can't just put someone on their ass anymore. You're gonna get no. ejected. Yeah, you know I mean it's. Uh, yeah. I think the teeing up after dunks as well as a fucking terrible move that has ripped out a load of the stuff yeah. in, in basketball. Who have you watched? Um, I've kind of I've watched a lot of the West Coast uh, Western Conference teams, not so much of the East. Yeah, I'm uh, similar. So similar. I've kind of watched a lot of Portland, a lot of. I've seen most of the Portland games. Yeah, a lot uh, of Golden State, a lot of Dallas, a lot of Dallas are kind of struggling without Porzingis really. Um, Lucas missed. Which is strange because you'd think they'd have a contingency plan for that because if there's one thing that marks Kristaps Porzingis's career, it's yeah. his teams having to cope with him not being on the floor. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, can you not see that coming? <laughs> Dwight Powell's not really the shooter that Porzingis is. So no, you don't really get that. Well, I mean, he, but he's there on the floor actually, um, so yeah. Yeah, I'm not worried about Dallas. I mean, they'll, they'll be fine. The offense last year being, you know, the most efficient ever was probably. A bit of a mirage and a statistical anomaly, if you will. But um, they're, they're, they're going to be a playoff team, you'd imagine, barring something happened to Luca. Yeah. Um, um, and I like the sort of pickups. Did you see James Johnson get into it with the uh, the Martin twins in the Charlotte yeah. game? That's that what he's there funny. for. He took them both on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what he's there for. That was great. I love that. Uh, just Yeah, just a bit of edginess. I like it. And, uh, That's literally what he's there for. Yeah. Just, just I'd, love the, I'd have loved the Blazers to have. Picked up James Johnson for yeah, that. Yeah, he was, he was a good pickup. But yeah, they're, they're fine. They're still a playoff team. Denver have kind of struggle out the gate. Uh, Jokic aside, who's just been a sort of walking triple double. I think he's leading the league in assists. Yeah, that is ridiculous. It is um, insane. He's such a joy to watch. Um, but they kind of didn't really mind them losing um, Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant, and Plumley uh, to the Pistons. But it's kind of left their bench a bit thin, really. And Will Barton's in it what really hit the ground running. So mm. I think that's kind of where they've been losing games, isn't it? They've um, When Jokic is off the floor, they've really struggled. Um, Jim Michael Green was out as well. Um, he's back now. But um, again, not worried about Denver. I think yeah. he'll be fine. Oh, Michael Porter Jr. is not playing with house money anymore. Yeah. He's got COVID now as well, though, yeah. hasn't he? So. No surprise. He strikes me the kind of, as the kind of dude who'd host a New Year's Eve party. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, the Warriors. Um, I quite like Wiseman, considering he's, they've played very little organised basketball. Um, just the raw physical tools. Are he looks like he's played very little yeah, basketball. I, it's, I was, I was, I have a big thing about um, like when people skate, when people do anything, play any sort of sport. I like when you can see somebody moving with purpose. Maradona every time had the purpose to get to the goal. If you know what I mean, you can see him moving with intent. And when players are young, you can you see a lack of that. And when you watch James Wiseman, it's perfect for it. Like he moves for the sake of moving a lot. If you know what I mean, uh, oh, uh, uh, uh. Well, it's all see, reactionary, like, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah, not, he's, he's not it's, reading the game because he, he's you got, can he's, see how raw he is. He's got no database of knowledge of yeah, how to read. Yeah, you the can game. see how raw it is. And if you, you can know see I mean, that now, Draymond's back. He was kind of just get over there, move, you know, and it's he'll need that. But um, just from the so phys- it's, physical yeah, yeah. standpoint, being seven foot one and actually the f- way physically he moves, he's not Rudy Gobert out there. Do you know no, what I mean? no, that shot he, he pinned um, from Damian Lillard against the yeah, backboard, just um, held it there. I still think he was the right pick. I don't know, a lot of experts, oh, they should have took Lonzo, uh, whatever the ball kid's called. No, Leanne. no, I just, no. you know, no. I just don't. It's not that the kid kind of shot that is me. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked. Have you seen it? I have seen Woo! it, yeah. It's like he's throwing a bowling ball From his there. sternum, yeah. just pushing it from his sternum. But his brother sorted his shot out there. We've seen it now. He's actually, he looks a like a proper NBA shot. Yeah. You know, he can, you don't hold your breath when he takes a three. That's anymore. what happens, isn't it? You need the yeah. coaching and time and away from well, they're just the ba- bad influences. Babies, aren't they? Yeah. They come into the league so young now, you know. It was very rare that people, you know, came out. He's going to be, he's going to be like a, a player, I think. Yeah. I think, but I mean, he tops out as like a, a poor man's early Jason kid. Yeah. With that possibly. shot. If you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's quite tall. He can grab some rebounds. He can throw them flashy passes. Never going to worry anybody with that shot, though. And that's going to kind of limit it. Yeah, I mean, Draymond, look, he, he gives the Warriors a bit of an identity uh, defensively and takes some pressure off Steph as a facilitator. But I still think they need a backup point guard who can actually, you know, come up and, you know, just run the team a bit. I don't think Brad Wanamaker's that guy. No, well, uh, the, the thing that the yeah. thing that strikes you when you watch the Warriors, the team that is probably the most responsible for this load of threes, because they're the ones that had success with it. Yeah, oh yeah, they win. If you know what I mean, you could talk about you could talk about the. It's not the Rockets because they never won the title with that style, so people would never. It's the fact that the Warriors won rings. Well, I think that was more sort of you know, but that's Clay and Steph and yeah. Durant way, but the other without, guys didn't really yeah, take that's threes. I mean, without were, Steph, they're like the yeah. worst possible. Oh god, yeah, it's such abject. a fine line. I mean, if I think you need as, shooters, as I said, and it's on, a weird thing to say, well, but the, the Warriors podcast, need shooters. And any kind of injury, they're not a playoff team. And, it's very, very... Yeah, not a playoff team. I, I just don't think they'll stay healthy enough. I don't team. think Draymond will stay healthy enough. And uh, I was texting with Mike uh, during the sort of opening games about Wiggins, and uh, he kind of made a point. He's just, he just not got that dog in him. Do you know what I mean? Like Even the game last night, he scored 20-odd. And he can score 20-odd, and you can not even realise he's in the game. Do you know what I mean? He's kind of... He's just... He's not got that fire in his eyes of just what you need to be a... You know, top level player when you've got his physical talents because it's all there. It's just it's mental makeup with him. Yeah, yeah, that's what he is. He's at this point is just he's he's what Harrison Barnes. God, yeah, I mean, I don't see if he's even 
that. I don't know. If you know what I mean, is, is he bringing he, what Harrison? I think he's more Barnes? talented than Harrison Barnes. Oh, yeah, 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 without a doubt. But I, I think his contribution player, is that. And the other thing is, yeah. is because of that, he, he's not even like a useful second lead, second unit leader. No, he's not. He can't be a second banana or even. No, it's just not. So yeah. it's not even like you can leave him on the floor to run it for a few minutes. No, when no. Steph sits no, down. No, <laughs> like he's doesn't even have that. Ubre looks your second best player. Oof, that's a worry. I know. Um, I know. I mean, it's, it's Draymond, isn't it, when he's healthy? But um, it's just whether he can stay healthy. We'll, we'll see. Um, mm. But some of the Twitter overreactions are hilarious. Over last week, people like calling for Steve Kerr's head and stuff. Going, he's lost it. He doesn't, you know, he, he should have in, implemented a completely different offense. Well, when, when, when was he going to do that then? Like yeah. during what training camp or, or what break? Or it's like when Clay went down. Yeah. The NBA All right. We'll tear up the rules. Doesn't really plan. work like that, you know. Which I'm fairly sure they had to do anyway. But yeah, yeah. you're not going to change your whole philosophy all of a sudden when you've kind of had success playing a certain way just because you've got inferior talent. I don't know. It's just. It's tough to do that. It's not something you can just flip, you know, a switch. And well, I've never been a big proponent of that. And the example I always give is if if you look at the top of any sport, the people, the teams that were doing it are doing it the best. No matter how far down the pyramid chain, wherever you are, you should be striving to do it like that. Mm. And because you've got a lack of perceived talent, that's bullshit in a team game. If you know what I mean, and that's that's another thing that speaks volumes of, like, like the NBA's attitude that like it's a stars league, mm. and that the idea that like a, a team of individuals willing to supplement like their own like shine for one another and their money for one another is completely alien. If you know what I mean, despite the fact that well, many teams would probably lead to success for lots of them. Mm-hmm. But instead, all oh, right, it's that person's time to take over and take all the shots now. Yeah. When someone goes down, or I just think it's yeah, I just think it's silly. And they should, the Warriors should be trying and uh, aspiring to always be playing at that level. No, I, I agree. You know, I mean, that's I what agree. brought them success. So yeah. play, stay at that level. Yeah, Portland have uh, looked great offensively in moments. CJ was dealing in in that overtime win against the Rockets, but um, yeah. Um, it takes time, doesn't it? This, you know, they've signed defensive orientated players in Jones and Covington, but it's just not going to happen overnight, is it? It's uh, no. They still look kind of civil-like at times, which doesn't help when Lillard, you know, for all these offensive talents, still really poor defender, isn't he? And yes, he's yes. Really interested in that side of the ball, uh, which come playoff time can be a problem. Uh, the Rockets sagas kind of not really resolved itself. Worry, you know, Harden. Kind of was AWOL and came back looking uh, like he'd had his Christmas uh, dinner three times over, bless him. Did he look a bit thick? He refused, yeah. to, he refused to get a training camp so he could go to a party. Yeah. Um, An ice ball, I believe, of all it's things. It's funny, yeah, in that Blazers game, uh, when he turned the ball over at the end, PJ took a shot in a really fucking yeah. dirty look, uh, which was quite telling. I don't know, kind of like, really, dude? Like, I don't know. You, I don't know. Um, Watch his space. But Christian Wood looks a player. He looks the perfect player to play with Harden as well. Yeah. Clint Capella, but more skilled and yeah, can hit yeah. an outside shot. So I don't know where he thinks he's going to go, where he's going to land on a more favourable situation here. And he's going to have the ball in his hands that much. I just uh, I can't see it. I think he'd have maybe materialised by now. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think he may have been mishandled previously up until this. And 
I'm not sure that Rocket's situation... That Rocket's situation, it's... Might not be a house you want to move into no, for a long so. time, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, all right, I'll stay for a year, but this is creaking, and it it looks like a it looks like a situation on the point potentially of collapse. Hmm. It there could be a situation in a few weeks, months, where Harden's gone. They've got a cast of picks that are nothing, and some some make weights or whatever, and the John Wall and and we're looking at Eric Gordon and Christian Wood. <laughs> yeah, oh, it could massively. If you know what I mean, like it's apart, that, yeah. that that there is a house of cards, and and the king of the king of the card the king of clubs is literally wobbling to get out of there. So, yeah. Did you see this thing about the Clippers with a court case uh, against Jerry West about the Kawhi signing? The strange story. No. Some dudes come out in LA basically saying he facilitated or. Help facilitate the sort of signing of Kawhi Leonard, uh, along with Uncle Dennis, <laughs> as a go-between between yeah. Jerry West and uh, and him. And uh, he's basically saying he was promised like you know two and a half million dollars to sort of be the go-between this thing, and never got his money. Now he's saying, "Hang on a minute, yeah. I'm taking you to. I'm going to sue fucking Jerry West. I'm going to sue the Clippers. I'm going to sue Kawhi Leonard." And it's just a weird story. Um, doesn't. I don't know. Wouldn't Follow Kawhi around those, don't they? Yeah. Um, Follow Kawhi around those weird stories. Paint the Clippers in a great light. Or Ooh. Kawhi Leonard, really. So, uh, yeah, one to watch, maybe, to see. You wouldn't <laughs> think they'd put the story out there if his, whoever his legal representatives are weren't confident there's some kind of case there, I'd imagine. So, um, yeah, not surprising. Murky going on with agents. Uh, be showing me the so. contract. Yeah. I'm about that. Well, now I think it's basically a lot of telephone conversations and texts i don't know you know yeah. have you got your texts have, have you got your phone calls you that, yeah yeah, yeah just a, a funny one the clippers i don't know they're just i don't think i'll be watching them much this regular season they kind of just you know it's what they look like in the playoffs again isn't it paul george can put up all the numbers he wants during a regular season but um, he doesn't even do that doesn't anymore really mean anything. Oh, well, I mean, he's good for that isn't he but um, i watched the blazers smack them the other week yeah um and hit, he was i mean Kawhi was out with his bloody gob Cheers, Surge. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was strange, that. I saw that, and it's kind of like... It didn't look that bad. really see where he hit him. It was kind of... Yeah, yeah, like he ran into him. Next minute, he's blood pouring out of his gob onto court. Uh, uh. A strange one. Nicholas Batum, after having a couple of years off. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome in, back. Uh, Charlotte starting for the Clippers, which is odd. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Nicholas Batum anything. has been uh, secretly winning at life. Oh, God, yeah. One of the richest French sportsmen of all time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Secretly winning at life. I am prof. What are you talking about? It's a bit. Yeah, the Lakers just, you know, again, just a team that's waiting for the playoffs. It's stupid to say in January, I guess, but it's like, it's like who's going to beat us over, you know, over seven games. I know, think there's a lot like of that. teams like that. I yeah. think it's this whole thing is a bit of a we do this every year, though, don't we? Mockery, just kind of just <laughs> like, yeah. Just do we need all these games? Uh, well, I, I think I think for the first time, seriously, more people are starting to talk about the two-team expansion. Yeah, that was kind of floated, wasn't it, by Adam Silver? Yeah, it would be strange for him to kind of put that out there if there wasn't some genuine yeah sort of thing behind it. Um, obviously, from a personal point of view. We'll, we'd be hoping for Seattle and I think they'd be uproar if it wasn't Seattle but yeah yeah uh, I, th- I I think um I think Silver may have a an idea that that like that would be his legacy 
to make that right. Fixing the David Stern yeah. sort of fuck up and yeah. Yeah, and that that would historically outweigh a lot of whatever else you could achieve yeah. in that role. And cover up a lot of the other stuff you do in that role, which isn't necessarily beneficial for the player. Now all the China stuff and that. Yeah, kind of gone if you know what I mean, there's a lot of... Let's not criticise that part of the world because yeah. they pay a lot of money. Yeah. And we know that's more important than... Uh, as yeah. Groucho Mark said, those are my principles. And if you don't like it, I've got plenty more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I wonder who the other team in... I mean, Vegas seems like quite an obvious one. Yeah. Know. Just because the arena's there, and yeah, stuff and, and then you whack Memphis over to the east, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. where it is. Well, yeah, <laughs> where, where it is, <laughs> for, for, for Memphis, where it is geographically. Yeah, uh, Morant, John Morant got injured, didn't he? Did yes, you see that? yes, um, but that's waiting to happen. Well, you can't fly around like that. It was when I heard he got injured, I feared it'd be like doing one of his Derek Rose style charges yeah. to the basket and just. But it was kind of yeah. innocuous defensively, sort of landing on someone. But he's prime for that, though. He needs to settle down with some yeah. of those sort of charges of the basket. Uh, it's Blake Griffin, Derek Rose waiting to happen, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's that you, which is frightening. That sort of that sort of style of basketball you can only do for two, two or three, three years. years. Yeah, it's yeah. not sustainable, is it? Two, yeah. three years. Hey, you might get yourself a shoe deal in that time or something and get yourself set up proper. But for in terms of a long-term yeah. effective NBA career. And then I reckon if you ask some people, so like Blake Griffin seems like a self-aware bloke. I suspect uh, he sees a lot of that as just a millstone now. It's weird seeing him hanging around on the perimeter, just sort of taking threes. Yeah. Now. It's just like, yeah. Ooh, and he's, he, he's a man who looks burdened, yeah. if you know what I mean. And there's a lot of that because of that early success which was built on. The thing with John Morant, he's got a lot more to his game than they yes. guys have, though. So it's kind of, you don't really need to do that to be effective. Uh, yeah. So he's not Derek Jones Jr. No. Nah. There's a lot more to his game, if you know what I mean. Just chill with that. He's not Joel Green. Yeah. Uh, right. We'll have a short break and um, we'll have a quick nosy at the East. This is Kendall Gill. I want to say hello to Dee and Gavin from the Pick and Roll Podcast. Appreciate your support throughout all my uh, years in the NBA. Pick and roll forever. I've not watched a great deal of these. I've watched a few Knicks games just because I like Mike and Clyde. Uh, yeah. So I've seen a bit of Indiana and stuff. Sabonis has looked frisky particularly yep. this year like this is my team now. Well, the Knicks have looked surprisingly frisky well organised yeah coached for one thing yeah, <laughs> coached coach. is the word isn't it coached yeah. <laughs> Julius Randle's lost a bit of weight he's come out not that like, much but he's lost yeah, a bit you know he's looking yeah. a bit svelter but he, he's been uh, pleasantly surprising um, but uh, yeah Sabonis looks like right lads Victor, you can yeah. think what you want about what you would but he's like this is my team now it might I think. be a breakout it, it feels yeah. like that for him, I mm. mean, he was an all star last year, kind of low key, wasn't he? Yeah, people yeah. say he didn't deserve it, but um, he just he fucking goes at it on every play. I love it, it's uh, it's just really aggressive. And just we were saying uh, just earlier, lack of post players and stuff. And he's kind of he's a bit of a throwback player, yeah, uh, if you will. Um, he kind of will take guys down low and just fucking put the hurt on them. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed him, he's been good. It's odd that, isn't it? His dad was like a visionary player from the future. <laughs> like and, that, but, and his son is like, like a white Harlem Globetrotter, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. 
you know, sweet Georgia Brown or what he was fucking yeah. in the post with the passing and stuff. And his but. and his son is like a throwback to, yeah. to, to basketball before. It's so strange. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. a bonus, lads. Everyone was getting excited about Brooklyn early on, weren't they? Um, Everyone's getting excited about Brooklyn, and then yeah. you know, there's only one ball, lads. Yeah, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, bless him, um, done for the season. It's a shame. Um, it's he a shame. did a lot for those guys. Well, yeah, last few years he did for sure. Um, I think he's a free agent at the end of the year, but hopefully he'll make a recovery and get his money still. But yeah. if you bought any of those Spencer Dinwiddie uh, stocks, stocks plummeting <laughs> right now. Yeah, Woo! Say. You're taking a hit. Yeah, you're taking a, a hit. Shift a Bitcoin quickly. Um, but yeah, they've still got a lot of weapons offensively, though. Um, they can, when they're hot and sort of carrying Katie cooking. Um, they, yeah, they're, they're going to score a lot of fucking points. Yeah. Like shoot out with Atlanta. I'm still not convinced by them no. defensively, by the way. And uh, they know Gallinari uh, is usual. Uh, we've played about three minutes. Danilo. Back on sick bench. Camo. Um, Trey Young's obviously great fun to watch, but um, and they they. I mean, maybe undersold them a bit in the precincts. The young guys seem to have actually improved, which, you know, you do expect Cam Reddish and uh, what's the other guy, Hunter. Uh, they seem to have sort of kicked on a bit. So, um, great to watch offensively, but I'm still not convinced they're going to make any kind of noise come playoff time. Yeah, it's a strange... Uh, the East is strange, isn't it? And the, the scheduling's a bit weird really with, these, with these two yeah. and two games. Yeah, it's, they're it's, like it's, sets of games and stuff. I yeah. don't mind them, actually, but... Um, but it fucks up the it fucks up the thing if you yeah. know. And like, how are you? You play a team in a particular time, mm. in a particular context, and then everybody else plays them different. Which I guess happens yeah, in some yeah, ways. Yeah, but if, time, yeah, if you yeah. play your only games against the yeah. Lakers when LeBron's out, that's very different to playing your only mm. two games against the Lakers when LeBron's playing. If you it's know. weird. There's been no home sweeps where the home teams won two and the visiting no. teams lost. As yet, they've either been kind of splits, yeah, or kind of a home team, uh, the you know visiting teams kind of run. So, um. well, here's the question: Does do you think it? Do you think it in some way tips the scales to the team that is on the road? I think possibly it does. And yeah. that it 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 firstly removes any sort of con like advantage of the home crowd. Well, you you're not. And you're not having to travel, which usually you are if you're coming yeah. into a sort of city. So, but equally, you are sort of traveling together, if you know what I mean. That that mm. that process of you're going to a different team's arena, you're going to have a different sort of when you walk in there. It's 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 another team's arena. Whereas, if you're walking into an arena you've been in a millions of times, if you walk into the garden, there's a nick and there's no noise at all. That's got to be very different, mm. and that takes away from you and equally brings up the away team a little. It's definitely trimming the advantage, that's for sure. Rusty putting up his usual triple doubles in losses to start Rusty. the season. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah Rusty. Yeah. He's sitting out back-to-backs as well. Which, um, ah, it's an easy fuck these seems, days, seems isn't it? Seems to be benefiting Washington. Uh, they've kind of pulled it around a bit after. I don't think they won a game, did they, in the first four or something? No, yeah. it wasn't a great start yeah, to seven, Rusty's. That's $7 million a year you're paying uh, Scott Brooks. Sure, you're getting banged for the buck on that. It seems a lot. Yeah, I'm not sure there's any evidence that he's ever done a great job. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> of coaching anybody in th- at that level. Yeah. Uh, watched a couple of the Bucks Miami games. One was a, that ridiculous blowout where they were just hitting three after three after three, which was really boring to watch. Actually, I don't yeah. know. Everyone's getting really excited about it. I just find it. I find it so fucking boring. It was, um. But they look a lot better when 
Dragic is on the floor. Then they've been starting with kind of Butler and Hero, and Butler's not been injured. And yeah, I just I don't like watching Jimmy initiate the offense no. as much as sort of Dragic. They just look a far better team when yeah. he's kind of got the ball in his hands. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dragic is a player with nuance. Jimmy's mm. game lacks nuance. It lacks subtlety, mm. let's say. Yeah. And if you know what I mean, it he's, he's, his style is aggressive, whereas Goran's a bit smoother. And yeah. I, I think the overall offense flows a bit better with a smoother facilitator. Absolutely, yeah. Duncan Robinson's continuing just to fucking just gun Confound expectations. Ever, yeah. what, best contract in the league, that? He's on like the minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously going to get paid a hell of a lot of money next year. It's, you know, it's probably going to be Ryan Anderson sort of silly money for someone. Remember him? Ryan Anderson <laughs> paid money. Paid all that money. Woo! Yeah. Incidentally, Miami waved, didn't they? I think they're yeah. still paying him. I think he's still on this, you know, on the payroll there. But, um, but yeah, just what a fucking shooter. Just only needs a fucking bit of daylight and it's up and uh, it's up and a good chance know. of going in. The rookie looks good as well. Is it Precious Achua? Is he uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He looks sprightly. Another one, just like Wiseman, who just looks like he's got the NBA body and you can see him being in the league for like sort of 10, 12 years. I don't know. Um, in a place to be to coached well. as well. Yeah, they just annoyingly always seem to draft well. Uh, yeah, Kemba Walker still out for Boston. They've kind of been leaning on um, Tatum and Brown, who's really been putting their numbers up with sort of Kemba and Gordon Hayward not being... It's funny how quickly the, uh, the the powerhouse that was Boston has disintegrated. Yeah, I mean, they're just one of a lot of teams in the mix in the East there, aren't they, I guess? Yeah, but I mean, like, they've gone from being well, a solid, went, like, yeah, definitely. Well, they went chips in, didn't they, with Al Horford and Kyrie and that quickly. Back five, back five <laughs> just they both were like, reason. yeah. Chips. And the Hayward injury, that really yeah, kinda, Yeah, it may know. have all been different had that yeah. injury not happened. So it's kind of a different team now, but I quite prefer the teams so just build it around those two and whatever you get out of Camber now is a bonus but um. but yeah we're at the point where you've got to build around those two yeah everyone's really excited about Tristan Thompson for some reason I'm not quite sure why I mean if you're into offensive rebounding if that's where you get your kicks I mean well, and his counter will get you those but yeah. that didn't pan out from last no, year did it everyone's just sort of really all of a flutter over them having him like I don't know oh you're great locker room presence and this is like alright yeah I mean Tips it for you. Fucking hell. For that kind of money, you could probably get Cedric the Entertainer in for the locker room. I always doubt the fucking intelligence of people who voluntarily fucking hang around with Kardashians, to be honest. I don't know. It would strike me as the greatest fucking judge of character. um, No, no. It would seem, from what little I know of that world, which is something I can say as a 43 year old, (laughs) hopefully, if you know what I mean. Like, I can honestly say I'm I'm aware of it, but I'm not much more than that. Yeah. Jerseys. Jerseys. A lot of them. A lot of bad ones. A lot of them. A uh, lot of bad ones. I was uh, watching the uh, Knicks uh, game the other night, and uh, they got they, they debuted their City Edition jersey, whatever it is. It's kind of it's really bad. And I might bring us Clyde what are his thoughts on it, and he, he actually said, "Laughing, I've thrown away better." <laughs> he said that on the Knicks Brook. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was fucking brilliant. Like <laughs> someone at Nike and MSG Network was just like, has he just said that? Uh, but Clyde, obviously a man of style. Yes, know, knows they should be listening. Uh, and uh, yeah, he wasn't a fan. And then I think about 10 minutes later, Reggie Bullock came on the court and his shirt had got 
the wrong number on the back. It got like the same as Mitchell Robinson's. So there's two number 23s <laughs> on the court at the same time. So the ref was like, hang on a minute, you're going to have to <laughs> sit down. What, what the fuck is going on here? So just sort yourselves out. Bullseyes all around for Nike. Uh, <laughs> Go away and come back when you're ready. You got 25 on the front. And 23, <laughs> 23 on, on the, the back. back. It was fucking quality. <laughs> That's the Knicks. Yeah. So. Through and through. Um, but yeah, they've actually looked all right in games and stuff. Yeah, Tim's just clinging onto that little patch of hair, that which, patch is, of which hair. is quite funny. Uh, talking of clinging, fucking Kevin Durant. Oh, word, Tim. Just, yeah. Just, just pick it, mate. He looks Isn't like it? fucking Granville Waiters. You know why he's so Waiters. angry? Um, yeah, there's a few sort of contenders for the Costa Kufus uh, All-Stars. Uh, Luke Kennard on the Clippers. Luke he's going to look like fucking football manager Jim Smith in about two years, honestly. I'll t- tell, really wor- I- tell you what's worse. Here's a question for you. In a percentage to a whole number, so one whole percent, two percent, how much, what percentage of Trey Young's career earnings <laughs> do you think are going to go on trying to trying to fool us all? Plugs. Into, yeah. Hair solutions, I think they call it now. But yeah, plugs. He actually looks like he cuts his own hair as well. He's got that kind of weird sort of mop going, yeah, which yeah. is really thin. And then around the, like, the sides, he looks like he's... I don't know, it's like he's been at it with the Clippers trying to... It's a fucking mess, that's for sure. Yeah, he's not He's not been blessed follically. It's not a great look. He's not been blessed follically. But I, I think a good 3 or 4% of his entire career earnings are going to go on that. Yeah, I saw Wayne Rooney on the telly the other day when uh, <laughs> Wednesday were playing him. It's like, I don't know what's going on with his. He's, he's obviously had the plants on yeah, the yeah, front, yeah. so he's kind of got this little bushy bit. The front, and, and then, then the it, it rest pulls of it out the back, yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, that's what they do. They take it to weird, weird operations. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with uh, basically nail paddle boldness, but I am. What they do is, I, I watched this operation once because it was fascinating. They basically take a strip out of the back of your head where the folds are, right? right? And they pluck the hair out, stab your head and just jab it in there. Oh, and man. they basically fill out where your receders go back. But the problem is, is once you've done that, you've got that line. You can see people, they have that yeah, hairline yeah, yeah, in yeah, the it's front. Ridiculous, yeah, it yeah. still fades back. And it's only you can only have it done once or twice because the back of your head gets mad scarred from it because they have to cut a chunk, a strip of your scalp out. So you get mad oh scars God, from it. Why? Vanity. Want Darren Goff tip. Get some hats. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I know, get done it. Um, I quite like the, uh, going back to uniforms, the... Uh, in fact, the Pistons have got the Jumpman Jordan logo on their uniform. <laughs> Talk about your all-time. Yeah, fuck yeah, Sticking it to you. That's, uh, but not that guy. Someone should have had a word about that. I don't know. I but don't like the Jumpman's on the... I have it on Charlotte's, fine, but... Yeah. The Warriors had a uniform on last night with it on. It's just like... It's weird cross-branding. Yeah. I don't... I know. I'm not sure if I like it. Well, it's Michael Jordan. It's clearly well, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Like, it, he yeah. Is, it is Michael Jordan. It's mm. the, the, he should be on a, a Bulls jersey. Yeah, exactly. Paul's there you go. It's fine. Yep. Let's keep it at that. Hey, you can even do a Wizards every now and again from a throwback. Yeah. But anybody else? No. Get the fuck out of right, here. No. The Spurs no. uniforms are the best by far. Yes. And when they had the floor as well, yeah. I was I like, I didn't see that. They've gone from being the worst in terms of like visual like presentation to the fucking best. Oh, you can't that. beat those pastel shades. It's so it good. Yeah, yeah, they've got the floor of it with like the 80s right. little sprigs on it. Check it. It's nice. so good. Yeah, I do. It's like just them. sad to see Demar Derozan and Lamarcus Aldridge yeah. and Rudy Gay in it. Yeah, I don't mind Demar. He's one of I do like. I do like Demar Derozan. Shooting a few more threes this year mm. as well. So Lonnie Walker's got a lot better. Yeah, they're good. Keldon Johnson. I don't don't count the Spurs. Are going to be in that playing mix, mm. act, uh, which is good. Another thing on the jerseys. I know we've mentioned this before that, but the 
the Marcus Morris Senior or the so and so the second or third. Yeah. Just fucking stop this now. Nobody knows who your, dad your is. son is or your dad is. Yeah. You don't need to. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm Harry Giles the third. Yeah. No one knows who the other two are. Like, yeah. Stop. It's just it's going too far now. Well, I, think. I always think as well. It should be some kind of rule. If your dad or your granddad is not played in the league, Tim Hardaway Jr., you're allowed that. Acceptable, in mm. my opinion. If we don't, Gary Payton yeah. the second. There's fine. a confusion. There's a confusion but there. Not, there's a confusion no, there. Marcus Morris Senior. Fuck off. I mean, it strikes me it's the dickheads who do this as well. Well, well the whole thing's max of. To be honest, you've got to be uh, either incredibly vain or really unimaginative to want to call give your son your name. Yeah. If you know what I mean, thing. like it, it's it's okay. a weird, weird thing and. I get there are some families that do that, like the firstborn son is called Giles or some shit, but loads of those people you find, they go by the middle name because they don't want, yeah, I'm not my dad or my granddad. I am this something, like Keith. Apparently, <laughs> Gary Trent Jr., he's got like a brother called Gary Son and another one called, you know, Gary Son of getting yeah. like, I don't know, there's like four variations. Gary, Barry. Way. Yeah, it's just like. Larry. Stop. Just fucking just, stop. Hey, Trent Senior, get a fucking, you know, I mean, there's books with lists of names in. There's other things. I bet I have another kid. He's going to be called De Gary. Yeah, it's like George Gary. Foreman, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah. Five fucking kids called George or whatever. George the First, George the Fourth. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a strange thing, and it's a terrible, weird habit. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we can off in the books. What the great deal to take away as yet. Um Massive conclusions to leap to. I can't tell anything um, from it. <laughs> yeah, it's just... <laughs> I say this every year, but the, the regular season just becoming more and more meaningless, I guess. Yeah. Four, seven games in or whatever it is. Yeah. Seven games into a sl- onslaught. I guess when it settles down a bit and, you know, kind of... But it must be weird for the players. It must be weird for the yeah. staff. And the, imagine being a fucking physio for one of these teams and just having to deal with all this COVID bullshit and guidelines and stuff on top of actually trying to get the players ready to play. It must just be just fucking time-consuming to the max. And just mm. and you're focusing on a lot of stuff that's not actually the stuff you should be focusing on and stuff. So I can... You can kind of see why the level of play is not kind of being, you know, offensively. Obviously, the numbers look great and stuff, and you know, ev- yeah, people because it's fucking like fucking summer league. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's just Mickey. It's it's silly numbers, isn't it? Mm. Across the board, um, you know, Steph scored sixty-two last night, but if you watch the game, it didn't kind of really feel like he'd gone for sixty-two. No, he was kind of getting to the line a lot and stuff, but um, it wasn't like fucking hell. He's absolutely. He's not. Wasn't NBA Jam. He's on fire kind yeah. of vibe. You know, it was. Um, it, I'm not saying it was a hollow 62 by any means, but I didn't feel like I'd just watched some kind of greatness, you know. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. The, yeah. the Twitter, oh, Steph's doing his thing. Clay Thompson unconscious yeah. kind of things. So, but again, that's yeah. because there's no consequence to it. No, because there's nobody no. there to witness it. No. Uh, yeah, well, well, we'll be back um, as and when I guess. When they've had some games. If we're allowed to uh, leave the house. We're allowed to leave the house again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that so fucking yeah. Bumble and December are going to be on time <laughs> in a minute. I fucking uh, miss yeah, this twat. will miss it. What did Scotland say? <laughs> What's Kia said? Um, yeah, so check us out in all the usual places. Like, subscribe, uh, rate, and all that jazz. And um, 
Check some out the questions. Yeah. yeah, yeah send strong show, opinions. Yeah. Fuck question yeah. marks. Just send, send the strong opinions. opinions. Take yeah, some facts. To fuck off. Tell us why. Ask us why we haven't talked about Phoenix or Sacramento or. I think. Uh, hey, I can say that is the one thing I can be honest about is that uh, I have. Uh, Chris Paul has made Phoenix better. Oh yeah, well that's his, yeah. this is what he does. He goes yeah. in and, and organizes shit. And Mikel Bridges as well. Both the Bridges, the one on Charlotte and the one on Miles. Phoenix. Miles is the Charlotte guy. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. He's and a fucking beast. He can fucking throw down. He's had a couple of ridiculous things. And um, yeah, and the guy on Phoenix is a great two-way player from what I've seen of him. So. Yeah, and the king, the Kings have looked average. They look better. I really like the Iron Fox. The Kings have got Mark Jones on uh, commentary now. Yeah, the ESPN guy. Yeah, so they're sort of it's a better package all around. They got rid of the fucking nasty All Lives Matter racist man who was <laughs> commentating before they got him <laughs> fucking run out of town. So uh, the Kings are worth a watch. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. If we can get fans back in arenas, we'll send the uh, friend of the podcast uh, Bobby Thompson down to uh, to give us a Kings update. Yeah, uh, Gavin, nice to see you in studio. Uh, until yeah. next time. Yes, yes. Uh, peace out. I'm off to get home before I break curfew, or whatever it is. Yeah. Also, I've got to apply for my blue passport. Okay. <laughs> Where do I fill that form in? Apply for your Scottish lucky yeah. citizenship. Uh, I can be turned away at borders all over the country, but my passport will be blue. Mm. Borders all over the world. <laughs> well, I guess we've got borders all over our country now. Fuck. Uh, peace out. ta Hey, yo, yo, y'all can't stand right here. In his right hand was your man's worst nightmare. Loud enough to burst his right eardrum close range. The game is not only dangerous, but it's most strange. I sell rhymes like dimes. The one who mostly keep cash, but brag about the broker time. Joker rhymes like the issue just having to see me trick. Classical slapstick rappers need chapstick. A lot of them sound like they're in a talent show, so I give them something to remember like the Alamo. Tally ho, a high joker like space.